Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back for those who are back. I know a lot of you are still traveling on your way back home to wherever home is. And maybe some people just not going on vacation because of the heavy traveling. And uh, welcome back. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773. Let me see, should I turn my computer on here? 888-77-JESSE. It's not working. J-E-S-S-E. Jesse. Jesse. Amazing. 888 All right. Um, I hope you had a fun trip, vacation, wherever you went to, home or, or whatever. And some people make resolutions for, for the new year. Did you do that? Did you make a resolution? Like this year, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to finish this. I'm going to start that. Um, it has been known that a lot of people make resolutions that they're going to start working out. They're going to start going to the gym. And so everybody and their mama signed up for the gym. The gym like, wow, these are great times. And then by the middle of the month, second or third month of the year, they dropped out. But the gym still have your money. The gym still have your money. Isn't that amazing? And you signed up with your resolution. Most resolutions, if not all, are never met. And I often wonder why they're never met. Fully met. Maybe there are exceptions to the rule. I've not heard of an exception, but I like to always leave an exception there to the rule. But no one has ever told me or I heard anyone say that someone said or that they knew anyone that at the end of the year, they completed their whole entire resolution for the year. Amazing, huh? I don't make those things. I used to make them like years ago, but I realized that they don't work. And so I stopped doing it. No resolution. Just one day at a time and see what happens. Amazing. So you can get involved by calling 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE. Uh, if you're out and about and you're traveling still or you stuck somewhere or whatever, and you can't listen to the show live. I mean, you can't watch the show live, but you could be listening by calling the listen line on our talk stream live at 
793-1500-641-793-1500. And to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk. Buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk or rebuildingtheman.com. Rebuildingtheman.com. All right. So I, some people ask, what did you do, Jesse, between Christmas and New Year's this uh, day? Well, what most of you know, unless you're new to the show, is that every year we shut down the office and uh, we do replays on the shows. And uh, between, on the 4th of, at the end of the 24th of December, and we don't open up anything until the um, second of uh, February, and we are back. This is our first day back, and so for me it was probably, and I've had some amazing times during uh, the vacation, but this was probably the best I think, and primarily because I did exactly what I wanted to do, and that was nothing. Nothing. I slept in late. I worked out. I slept in. I worked out. I did a little work around the house uh, that I needed to think I needed to finish up there. But just really that whole week, totally, I did what Jesus did. I went up to the mountain or out into the woods to pray to see what God's will for me. It was so relaxing. It was so nice. And so I turned out all invitations this year, uh, this past holiday, uh, Christmas, New Year's time off. I just had time to myself. It was amazing. I finally went and visited with family members early uh, yesterday. And I went early so I could get back home early so I could get ready for today. And, and I don't know if this is happening in your town or not, but in California, it starts to get dark around 4 p.m. The sun kind of is going down and around 5, it's like dark. And then at 6 p.m., it's bedtime. So I try to make it on time for those things. Plus, I didn't want to be driving during the... Uh, I didn't want to be driving while the crazies were out. And the crazies tend to come out like on, on uh, New Year's Day. They tend to go to visit, I guess, start dinner around 3 or 4 in the evening. And the crazies drive crazy. They're high on pot and all kinds of stuff. And speaking of pot, I saw someone that I had not seen in a while. And so we were just talking, hey, how you doing? All is well, what you been up to, oh, this and that. And I never didn't know what type of work they did. As long as I've been knowing them, I never knew the type of work. So I asked, we were talking about work. I told her we were off and blah, 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 right? So I asked, what type of work do you do? And they said, I'm a, what's the name that word they use for selling drugs? Pot. A drug dealer? Yeah, but they call it something if you sell pot. It's a fancy name. Oh, I've heard them called uh, bud tenders. No. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your... Something like that, dispensary or something. Oh, okay, yeah, like someone that works at a dispensary. Yeah, and I said... I said... No, I asked, what was your career? They said, I'm a dispensary or something like that. I'm like, what is that? I'm a dispensary. I'm like, what, what do you do? What does that mean? I sell pot. <laughs> I said, what? Your career is that you sell pot? And I couldn't believe it. I had, that was my first time ever hearing anyone say that their career is selling pot. That's what they do for a career. What do you, how do you tell your mama, I get up every day and go to work and sell pot? I said, you sell pot? I asked. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what? Uh, that's a job? And, and they said, yeah. 
So I asked, do you have a, uh, like a, pla- a platform out in Riverside somewhere? And no, I work right here in LA. I work in this big factory. I work for someone selling pot every day. And they showed me a picture of where they work. It was a big building with a whole lot of pot. <laughs> and the pot had different names. I'm like, why does it have different names? Well, it's for, marijuana is for medical reasons. And different medics, uh, different marijuana things do different job, different things for you. It's medical, it's healthy, it's this. I'm like, what the? I never, have you ever heard of anyone that get up every day and their job is to go to somebody else's building and sell pot? They're like, I love it. I've been doing this for a long time. I'm like, what the? So I asked, do you get high every day? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, are you high now? No, it was a little early, so they weren't high. But I never imagined that one day that selling pot would be called a career. I wonder, do you have to get a degree for that? But anyway, uh, do we have other people out there that has a career called selling pot? Amazing. I remember when pot was illegal. You couldn't do it if you did it as a sneak and do it. And now it's just it's a career. And I said to, to him, yeah, the government, they were like, oh, I'm really happy the government legalized pot, right? I said, yeah. And they did it so they can control you, get your vote, and make money from you. Amazing. But that's what's happening in my country, and that's what I did over the weekend. I mean, over the Christmas and uh, and the New Year's weekend. What's your favorite thing to do? Nothing. But you did something. You went out. Okay, yeah. I guess I don't get to say that. What? I guess I don't get to pretend like I'm a, a nothing doer. Right. Because this past uh, week, I did not do nothing. This is Anchor Baby. Hey, what's up? Happy New Year, everybody. So you just stayed home and did nothing? No, uh, I went to Mexico. You went home? Me- home. <laughs> Something like that. Ad- home adjacent. So you went to Mexico? I did. Uh, how was it? It was pretty interesting. It what? was actually really fun. Were they celebrating Christmas? They were. In a big way. Did you see the cartels? Um, no, but people told me they were everywhere, but also nowhere. Did you uh, see illegal aliens? They were in their home country, Jesse. They were not illegal there. What? <laughs> They're in their country. They can't be illegal in Mexico. But can't you have... I don't know if I saw any on the way Can you have though. illegal Mexicans in other part of Mexico illegally? Or if they... you have to repeat they, that one for me. Let's say they live in Tijuana. Yeah. But they cross over into Halababa <laughs> illegally. Would they be considered illegal aliens? No. Are they not weren't? in Mexico, but actually the cartel doesn't like that, apparently. They don't like Mexicans. They don't like when the Mexicans from one town start moving around. They like to keep their people where they are. Really? Yeah, something someone told me. Why is that? Something about uh, it's they don't, something about they can't track certain things, and and you, you have like people working from different towns spying on different towns because you have these people fight amongst each other. These cartels, of course, amazing that how things work. You anytime there are a group, they fight amongst each other. Mm-hmm. There's a group, amazing. And so this is your first time in Mexico. Yeah, it was really interesting. It was like a little town of like ten thousand people. That's Arriba it. Sorry. That's it? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And then do you think you were in Fresno? No, definitely not. <laughs> it did not look like I Fresno. Mean, did you think you were in Canada? <laughs> no. It did not look like I was not in Kansas anymore. Amazing. Sure. Well, welcome back. You had yeah. a good time and everything, huh? Yeah, it was good. Amazing. Good to be back. How was the weather down there? Cold. Oh, yeah? Yes. Freezing. Really? Yeah. I was shocked. Amazing. Well, welcome back to Anchor Baby. Hey. <laughs> Actually crossing the border this time. Did you have to have a passport or anything? Hey, I have an American passport, so don't be talking mess. So that's all you need to go in and out of Mexico? Yes. Oh. 
Amazing. Did you take your shots? What shots? I was supposed to take shots? When you go to a foreign country. I think I caught illegal alien disease. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back. Thank you. Amazing. So welcome back, folks. We got a lot of stuff lined up, and we're going to start announcing it next week, I believe. We got to have our meeting, so we put everything together, and we're going to start announcing our lineup and everything for uh, twenty twenty four. All right, and uh, some good stuff coming up for you as well. I um, appreciate you. Thank you all for all the amazing goodies you sent us, the gifts, the uh, uh, the cards. The donations you made to the organization and some to me. Thank you all for that. I do appreciate it. It's been overwhelming. And the ladies at Bond who help bring the food and decorate and do all those good things. Thank you all very much. And the shirt I have on was a gift from one, uh, how old is she? 10 years old? Uh, uh, you know, the guy that you play. The young guy that attended church service, he played uh, games with you. He oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about little Layla? Yeah, Layla. I think that's her name. Yeah. Layla gave me little this. Layla. How old is Layla? Something like that, like 10? Yeah, 10. Layla. I got the shirt on today. Amazing. Thank you, Layla. She is so cute. I appreciate it. Um, And if you missed fellowship yesterday, well, not yesterday, but Sunday, you should podcast it. It was our uh, last one for 2023. So we just did a recount. And it was deep. Rebuildingaman.com slash church. Rebuildingaman.com. You can podcast. It was amazing. And so this year, we're going to really just work on ourselves. If you want to be free... In a mad, mad world, and you can be free in a mad, mad world, you got to work on you. Ain't no way around it. I was talking to someone yesterday, and they were really, uh, happened to be a woman, and she was really into, you know, read a Bible, into a church, and really, really into it. And she would tell me about that their, the anger, something like the anger or the wrath, of God is happening right now in the in the world, in our country, that God is angry and God is punishing people, the earthquakes and people robbing stores and family members turning against family members and friends against family and no love. It's the wrath of God. And so I ask, ask, you think God is angry? Yes. And I'm like, well, where did you get that from? It's in the Bible. It's in the Word. I'm like, where? And she said, the Old Testament. Well, I asked, is it the Old Testament? Like, yeah, the Old Testament. It's amazing to me that there's one Christian out there that believes that God is angry. And that God, that all this mess we see happening in the world today and in our country, I say country first because I put America first. In our country, is 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 that God is causing it to happen because He's angry. That's mind blowing to me. But we'll do Bible thought and thirst and deal with some of that. Also. Um, we have some amazing stuff coming up for you folks. And thanks to you that we're able to do it. Your help has helped us to help others as you have been helped. So thank you very much. But you got to check out, you don't have to, but I highly recommend that you check out rebuildingaman.com slash church and watch all the service, but especially the last Sunday, the last one of the year. It was major, major. This Thursday is the first Thursday of the month. It's the first Thursday of the month. And uh, it's the men's forum for 2024. 
every first Thursday night of the month is for men only, and third Thursday night for ladies. So first Thursday, first Thursday is here already. Isn't it amazing? Yes, Jesse, that is amazing. We dealt with uh, the biblical question last of last week, even though we didn't have shows and things like that. I asked people, what is wisdom? You heard wisdom, W-I-S-D-O-M. What is wisdom? And I heard all kinds of things, and some of the things were being quoted from the word. From the word. In the beginning, that was the word. The word was God. God was the word, right? And, but, and, and it's true in that language, but wisdom is just consciousness. When I say just consciousness, I don't mean like it's not it's important. It's a big deal. But when you become conscious and stay conscious and practice being conscious until you learn to stay conscious or until your, your nature is changed into it, you'll be of wisdom. You will be of wisdom. Wisdom is consciousness, the mind of God. And the hardest thing for any human being to do today, except for those who have been really sincerely working on themselves, and now they're coming into it and their nature is now changing, it's hard to stay conscious. Try for one day walking in and out of different rooms at at work or wherever you are, getting in and out of your car, try to do that for one day and see if you can stay conscious. You'll see. Stay present with God. So this year, I hope that you work on yourself even more so and become a free man, a free woman. I asked this person yesterday, did they have a perfect peace? They're like, no, I can't have perfect peace. I have peace sometimes, but not perfect peace. I'm like, well, why not perfect peace? Well, you can't have perfect peace. I said, well, Christ came that you might have perfect peace. Well, that was for him. <laughs> no, I said, he came that you might have perfect No, that was for him. I'm like, what do you mean that was for him? And... And I'm like, why don't you have perfect people? Well, you know, some, sometimes things come up. Sometimes things cross your mind. Sometimes and you can't have, I said, but that's why you're supposed to bring all thoughts into captivity. Your mind is your enemy. And they're like, what are you talking about? All you do is think about the past or the future, right? And when you think about that, you're divided and you're of your father, the devil. Where is that in the Bible? They ask. So I said, well, the Bible said, bring all thoughts into captivity. God's voice is a voiceless voice. And it, it was a very interesting discussion. So they said they were going to ask their Bible teachers to, about that and to show them where it is. And their Bible teacher is a female. <laughs> I rest my case. What a mess. So it was amazing fellowship on Sunday. Check it out. And I want to encourage you. Do what you want, of course. Stay in your hell or you can overcome your hell because your hell is in you. It ain't outside of you. It's in you. And other people's hell is in them. Your hell is your hell. And their hell is their hell. Your pain and your grief and your sorrow and your fears and doubts and worries and insecurities are yours. They're in you. But you can overcome it or you can stay in your hell. Really, it's up to you. Have you ever heard, speaking of food, oh, I, I did eat some dinner for the first time at, at, in a long time at my family member's house yesterday. And guess what I had? And I haven't had this in years. 
I had uh, black eyed peas with rice. Oh my God. Um, meatloaf. Uh 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 uh. Country meatloaf. Die home meatloaf. Uh, meatloaf and uh, uh, peace cobbler. Wow. Peace cobbler. Homemade country. Mama made peace cobbler. And guess what else I had that I hadn't had in years? I forgot about that you can even eat this thing, right? I had pit feet. You ever had pit feet? Feet? Uh, no. You, Bill? No. You never had it? No. No, I've had pig ears once. Oh, yeah? It was a little too finicky for me. It, the pit feet was so good. When I was there, she was cooking, and I could smell the cook. And I didn't want to eat because I, I had a steak and sweet potato at home that I was going to eat later. But that food was so good. She was like, Punchy, you want something to eat? I'm like, no. <laughs> She's like, you can have something now. It's ready. I'm like, you twisted my arm. <laughs> yes. And she made me an amazing plate. And it was so good. Pit feet. I haven't had pit feet in a long time. So I asked her, do you still make chilling too? Hog chilling? She's like, no, I haven't done that because ain't no hogs around. I was like, oh, no pigs around, whatever. But I had pit feet yesterday. It was so good. And she cooked, country cooked, right? And the meat just fell off the bone. I left there stuffed. She's like, you want to take a plate home with you? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Normally, black people take a plate home. But I didn't want to do that. It was so good. Pit feet. You never had pit feet, Billy? I'm surprised you haven't had any. Your folks are from the country. They didn't want pig feet. Or... Didn't they come from Alabama somewhere? Your grandparents or somebody? Yeah. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Can, uh, so what? Yeah. But, it, I mean, no, no. I mean, I mean, my grandmother was out here. Oh, your grandmother born out here? Hell yeah. Oh, and your grandfather from Alabama? No. Where was he from? Um, uh, South Carolina. Oh, oh! I'm sure they eat pig feet in South Carolina. Oh, but but what? you know what? He, I think he saw him preparing pig feet at some point, <laughs> and it. Uh, He's like, uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a trade-off when you're a young he person. The, he saw the dirty pig feet where it started from. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I, I think it turned him uh, off uh, for life. <laughs> <laughs> he like, I'm going to California. Mad me a woman that don't even know about pig feet. Please stop. <laughs> no feet in my food. So you never had pig feet either? No, but you know what? I had some soup recently with a cow hoof in it. It's called menudo. Menudo. It's a Mexican dish. And called doodoo? <laughs> it might as well be. Did you say I, I got to say menudo's not good, y'all. Oh. Uh, what? Uh, but it was a delicious meal. And so I was glad that she twisted my arm. It didn't take much at all. And I had some. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I did not want to take a plate home because I don't want to get, you know, that stuff, it stays on your stomach. It's hard to sleep with it and everything if you eat it late. But anyway, when I come back, your phone calls, Happy New Year. We are all back. And you're going to be hearing everybody's story, my experts and everybody. And Joel Friday, he's back. He's black. Amazing. Let me take a quick break. When I come back, your phone calls, 888-7753-773. And your super chats. Back in a moment. Run from evil within yourself or outside of self. You got to deal with it. And you need good in order to deal with evil. And God is good. You need to return to the Father. And you'll see within you, he will fight the battle for you. 
and he will fight it without because he will show you how to deal with it and you will have no fear love god with all your heart all your soul all your might along with nothing else nothing else means yourself your children your wife your things your ego your reputation and all that you can't care about any of that the children of anger will use it to control you but if you love god he will renew your mind and none of those things will be before him and so when they go after you oh well you may take my body you may take my things but you're not going to take my soul and that's a true reality Country and Western Tuesday. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Amazing. Happy New Year. We are back. I want to, uh, 888-775-3773. Uh, I, I do want to remind you that at 9 a.m., the Hake report coming up. James Hake, you white. He's back. I think he went to San Quentin. I'm not sure. He was locked up. <laughs> but we'll find out for sure. Hake is back from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And then at 12 noon, 12 Friday TV. I mean, at 11, not 12, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Joel Friday TV. And at 12 noon, the American Anchor Baby. The American Anchor Baby at 12 noon. And he had an interesting trip. He went to Mexico. Mexico. From the America to the Mexico. <laughs> and back over the border. And back to the borders. Speaking of that, I'm surprised that America is allowing itself to be attacked by the demonstrators from Pal- that support Palestine that they're allowing these people to protest all over the country and interfere with people trying to travel, trying to get to work, as though the American people has something to do with their mess. And they're just letting these people protest. It's, they tried to shut down the, uh, uh, at the alley, alley airport there and just, when you get, ready, get off the freeway to go up to the airport. They tried to shut that down. And then I saw this morning where they tried to shut down over there at Washington Sea Airport where people are trying to travel. These people are all in the way. Isn't that amazing? But anyway, 888 53773. Let me go to the first time caller, Joe, out of Illinois. Joe, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. God bless you, man. You are the best, Jesse. I'm doing good. How are you? All is well, Joe. Thank you, and Happy New Year to you. Hey, Jesse. Happy New Year to you, too, man. <laughs> um, long-time uh, listener, first-time caller, man. You changed my... You actually... I actually have been thinking about how my whole life I've been having these ideas about women, how their daddy is Satan. My whole life I knew that naturally. Since I was younger, I knew there was something off about women. I've always rejected women telling me what to do. Just so you know, you put the cherry on top for me in 2020 when I found you, and I've been hooked ever since you are the best, Jess. Thank you, man. Did you go and forgive your mother? Okay, I for- here's the thing. I did. Yes, to answer your question. I always answer your questions first. Yes, I did, and I forgave my father for not protecting me. 
Nice. But the problem, but the thing is, what happens when after you forgive them, you still get into conflict with them, even though even though you try to, I try to hold back the anger, even though I forgave my parents. I don't want to have anger with them. I respect them and I love them. They're my parents, but they, my dad is still. He puts his tail between his legs in his own house, and sometimes I have to stick up for my own father and speak for him. And then it becomes a whole situation in the household, and then of course they blame me where I make the conflict in the house. I'm like, like yesterday, for instance, on New Year's dinner. After dinner, everybody left. It was just me hanging around, and then things happen, and uh, we get into arguments on a New Year. And I don't think that's right. But how do I hold that back? Is why I also want to ask. Do you live at home with them? Absolutely not. I'm a 45 year old man. Just so why why do you get involved with seeing your mother control him now? Why not just let him go through his own hell, and oh, maybe that will make him start to wake up, take a look at himself. No, he loves that old hell. He he's saturated in it. I know. That's what I'm wondering. Why do you hell. say anything about it at all then? I don't know, because that's my father, and I feel like he's the man in the house, and if that was me, I would... But it's not your responsibility. You're a grown man now, and you're out on your own, and if your father wants to still live under the hell of his wife, that's up to him. You shouldn't get mad at your mother about it or your father. They have chosen to live that way. Okay. I mean, you, you, I mean... You ain't lying, Jesse. You're right. It's just uh, maybe he don't he don't need a he don't need a, 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 a I guess a life lawyer. He needs to learn on his own, I guess. Right. You being a mama to him by trying to protect him from his own hell, and he doesn't want protection from his hell. Because he's almost seventy years old, so he should know better by now. Right. And so he loves his hell, and you should just wish them well and go on and continue to work on your life and live your life and let them stay in their hell. God leaves them in their hell as, until they decide they want to come out of it. He doesn't care. Yeah, no, I hear you, Jesse, man. I I don't want to get involved, and I shouldn't, but sometimes my, it's just it's ridiculous. My mom thinks she's a man. She doesn't respect my father. It's just he goes back and forth all the time with, with her, and it's... Uh, not, they're, they're good people. They live together. They don't. They don't do anything. They don't really do anything crazy behind each other's backs. They don't do anything like that. But, but the whole point is, Joe, you're the problem with them because the, each individual adult is responsible for him, him or herself. No one else is except that person. Man, so Jesse, that's why you're the best. You're so right, man. So just leave when you see them. Don't argue with them. Don't try to prove anything. Just leave them in their hell until. They decide that they want to seek the truth as to how to overcome, and and they will. But if not, let them suffer and die. Just let me stay in my own peace. Let them do right. what they got to do, right? Absolutely. I got you, Jesse. Oh, man, you're the best. Also, I wanted to tell you that I'm a bud tender, too. I, I work at a dispensary here in Illinois, my friend. I wanted to tell you. You say a bartender? <laughs> no, no, no. I sell, I sell marijuana for a living, too. I sell pot. You sell what pot? The? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is for it, a living, it's a, it's a career, Jesse. Are you it serious? Really, I'm so serious, man. I do. I sell. I sell it for a living. Uh, I make oh, you call money. it bud tender? Yeah, bud. Instead of a bartender, it's a bud because they're like little buds. You know and, what I mean? So and, called, wow! How long you been doing that? Three years now. Really? And did you <laughs> have to go to college? No, sir. You just gotta. You just gotta have no felonies, and you gotta love pot. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you yeah. when you fill out a resume and they want to know what you've been doing for the last three years, do you put down butt tender? No, I uh, well right now I will in the, in the future when I do apply to other jobs. But before I made a resume, I was in a restaurant business for thirty years, so they liked my people uh, uh, experience. So that so it's kind of like retail. So they like people who have retail experience more than anything to sell pot. And so they call it Bud Tinder, B-U-D Tinder, right? Correct. You got it, Jesse. What? Uh... <laughs> and I live in Chicago, by the way, and every time I go downtown, Jesse, I'm always thinking, what's wrong with the blacks? What's what wrong with the blacks? It's amazing. <laughs> well, uh, let me ask one quick thing. So when your parents ask, ask what type of work do you do, do you tell them you're a butt Tinder? No, I, the, the proper term, uh, Jesse, is I work in the cannabis industry. Cannabis. Oh, yeah, that's what that guy said. He, his career is cannabis work. That's right. I got you, Jesse. And so do you smoke pot every day? 
Uh, yes, I do. I, uh, I not not the actual pot. I smoke the wax. I like the oils. It's more powerful. It gets you higher. It does, Jesse. It sure does. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm about to hit the dab right now, Jesse, after I talk to you. And so, last thing, do you, get, because you work for them, do you get free pot? They do. They get free pot all the time, Jesse. Wow. Well, it's like it's like a restaurant. When you work in a right. restaurant, you have, to, you have to try the food in order to sell it to the customer. That's why I asked. What yes, a mess with Joe. What a mess is right. Happy New Year, man. And um, so, like, do you smoke the pot even if you don't go to work? Sometimes, sometimes it depends if I'm with my kids or something. I don't. I'm not trying not to be high if I'm doing stuff with them. And stuff right. Like that. But other than that, when I'm on my own, every chance I get, pretty much. And, and why do you smoke pot? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I'm addicted. It's uh, let's be honest here. <laughs> 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 I would never lie. That's one thing about me. I never lie, not even to myself. Right on, that's man. I, that's why. That's why I cling on to you because you have the best message in America, 100. percent Just so you know, <laughs> right you're a on. blessing to this country. Honest to God, Jesse, you're 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 a diamond in the rough, man. Don't, I keep. I tell everybody about you. I tell all my black friends about you. They to, to check you out. Sometimes they're like, Nah, forget that, you know. And sometimes they <laughs> like you. Sometimes they like you. So right I don't care. I'm passing your message forever. Jesse. Right on, man. Thank you, Joe, and Happy New Year. Call me again. All right. I will, Jesse. God bless you. Happy New Year to you too, man. You too, buddy. Amazing. Can you imagine? Your career is. What do you call it? Bud tender or cannabis but, industry. I'm a cannabis seller. What? Uh, 888-775-3773. Steven, there's a light open, folks. Steven is a first-time hey, caller Jesse, out of New York. Hey, Steven. Hey, good morning, good morning. What the? <laughs> what the? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Jesse. I just want to say you are amazing. We love you. Um, I've been doing the work on... From since I overcame my mother and my grandmother, yeah. and I forgive them and got that anger out of me, and I set boundaries. My life has been beautiful for the past year, and I have you to thank for that, Jesse. We love you here in the state of New York, man. Amazing. And, Stephen, what happened? How did your mother de- de- deal with it when you went and forgave her? Uh, it was a little bit emotional. Um, she did not want to take accountability for a lot of the things yeah. that transpired. Um, she tried to do a little bit of reverse psychology, but I stood my ground and I let her know this is what you have done. Even up to today, Jesse, she does not want to take accountability. So I made sure there were boundaries set and, I moved on with my life. I was I just came back from England, Portugal, Spain, just traveling and it, my life has been good. Right know? on, so, man. Right on. Thankful to you, Jesse. And did you forgive your father? Yes, I forgive my father because my father died in nineteen ninety nine. Oh, okay. Uh, I was about uh, I think about seven years old, six, seven years old at the time. And I, I had to forgive him because I felt like he, his alcoholism robbed um, me and my sister of the opportunity to for for me to be the man that I know I have to I had to become, and for allowing me to go through an unnecessary process, if I would say, yeah, if that's my turn. So I understand. I well, work on it, Stephen. Stay with it. Stay with working on you. Keep your eyes yes, on you from inside. You haven't seen anything yet. It's gonna. It's amazing, and you amazing. will become the man that God intended for you to be. It's gonna be amazing. Thank you so much, Jesse. We love you, man. Have a happy new year. Thank you, buddy. Happy new year to you, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jesse. All right, but you gotta forgive for the one. If you gotta make a resolution this year, I don't recommend them. But let's say you're into it. One should be, I have to forgive this year. I have to truly forgive mama, grandmama, and grandmama raised you, and daddy. And that would be getting up, you'll wake up. But you got to forgive. You're not going to enter into perfect peace until you forgive. It just ain't going to work. 
I don't want to lie to you about that. You're not going to be free until you forgive. You got to face mama. And especially the blacks. They don't, they think mama is God and mama is out of control. And you hate mama. Your problem, not white people, your problem is mama and grandmama. They are your enemies. And until you forgive your enemy, you will not enter into perfect peace within, right here on earth. Super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Someone bought a coffee. Hey, guys. So, hey, hey. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. And how was your little... (laughs) (laughs) My trip? Christmas. Oh, my break? Uh, Yeah, your break. My Christmas vacation, we call it. Uh, It was nice. It was fun. I got sick, though, on Thursday. You what? I got sick on Thursday. You know you weak when you get sick on Christmas. Well, luckily, I didn't get sick on Christmas. New Year's. I didn't get sick on New Year's. Between Christmas and New Year's. Oh, okay. I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I, I did my best. I was sleeping. I was yeah. drinking a lot of water. But, I did, but I, did, I did travel, and I may not have washed my hands quite enough. Ten times as much as I'm supposed to. But, yeah, I, I went to SF. I actually went more close to Oakland. Ooh. Yeah. But Berkeley. Berkeley, we'll call it. <laughs> but Berkeley is a dump, kind it of. It is? In parts. It used to be so beautiful. There's a, it's beautiful, but there's a lot of businesses closed down over there, and there's a lot of just homeless bums, white and black. Wow. Berkeley, for those who don't know, is up there between uh, Oakland and San Francisco. Yeah. And it's like it used to be like a, a white college area kind of a place, right? Well, they're on what they call winter break, cause they're, which is secular for Christmas vacation. Right. So a lot of the students were gone. But I'm saying, but, but yeah, that, like, a, that area was like pretty much that. Yeah, it's a college town, liberal. And, and as a result, it was beautiful and clean and safe, and you just love to visit it. Yeah. Visit it. That's gone now? It's gone. I went to visit to check out the campus. And walk in the because they have tr- hills and trails and things. Right. So I walked around a little bit, but you walked on the Berkeley campus. Yep. Did you have your helmet on? No helmet. Did you have your sword? <laughs> <laughs> I was on guard. Did you have your breastplate? My bl- breastplate of righteousness. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't enough to keep me. F- That's actually the day that I got sick. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you walked on a Berkeley campus? Well, I'll tell you what. I was going to have pizza, right? The best pizza in the United States is in the Bay Area at Berkeley, in Berkeley area. Oh, yeah? Supposedly. But it's vegetarian. Oh, Billy would love Yelp, that. It's, sorry, New York. And then, so I, before that, though, I'm like, I better have something healthy. So I got this kale salad at the uh, Berkeley, like the most famous coffee shop in the Berkeley. Around the Berkeley campus, right? I felt bad. I felt sick within hours of that. Really? Yep. Terrible. What a mess. That's what you get for trying to be healthy. That's what you get for going to Berkeley. True. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone to San Quentin instead. <laughs> you were better off. Yeah, maybe next time. San Quentin is near Berkeley, and I was, I was for sure that hate would visit. It, it wasn't a requirement, but. Visit San Quentin. I visited San Quentin once. It was amazing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, next time. Johnny Cash visited San Quentin. When I become president, everybody that commit a crime, I'm going to put them in San Quentin. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It'll be as big as, it'll envelop Berkeley and Oakland and San Francisco. That's right. It'll just be a huge prison city. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) NorCal prison. Right on. Joel said you got to take small doses of unhealthy food to get to a pizza. Yeah. Without getting sick. True. (laughs) (laughs) Super chat. Someone bought a coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash JLP talk. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed your Christmas. Thank you. I've been praying without ceasing and noticing myself kind of making somewhat of a fool out of myself lately. In the past, this has been something I would dwell on and feel pain about, but instead God is helping me through it 
and there is no pain. I believe he wants me to overcome this. So glad to be sticking with it. Things are getting better. Thank you. Thanking hands emoji. All right on. Thank you. Stay with it. Stay with it. No matter what, stay with it. Work on you. It's going to be amazing. Thank you. R.H. Hernandez the fourth bought five coffees. Merry Christmas, Jesse. Santa does exist. There is a Santa. He does exist, and he's white. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Someone is now a member on buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk. Before learning this year about forgiving my mother, father, and self, I would give my mother a gift for Christmas, such as cash. <laughs> Should I continue that with her? <laughs> Sister sent a text of what used to be my favorite cake that my mom made every Christmas, and the text said, Mom made this. I didn't go for Christmas, and I believe that text was letting me know something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what's up with the text, but only give if you want to give. Do not do it out of obligation, out of guilt, or any of that stuff. Freely give. If you want to give, do it. If not, don't. All right? And you wouldn't have to, you, wouldn't, you can't go wrong that way. And thank you. Merry, Happy New Year. Someone bought a coffee. Hey, Jesse, the woman I am dating is great, but oh, Lord. has major daddy issues. She told me that she wants to cut him out of her life for good, and I can't shake that feeling that it's going to lead to more issues later on. What should I do? Unless she changed her mind about dumping daddy, you should dump her quick as she dump, quickly as she dumped daddy because you're going to have problems. If she hates her father... Ain't no way she's going to love you. It ain't in her. She only has hatred. So either she work on herself, or if she doesn't, uh, you got your sign. Don't This ain't the right one for you. I would recommend you dump her. Uh, but don't hold it against her. Don't be angry at her. She has a right to live in her hell. And got to leave her in her hell, so why don't you leave her there? But don't resent her and just move on with your life. It's like when you go out on a date, your first date with a woman, and you ask her, if we ever got married, will you obey me? And if she doesn't say yes, you just get up and walk away. Oh, okay, thanks. Bye. The signs are all there. It's time to wake up. Don't deceive yourself, all right? Happy New Year. Canadian David with a rumble rant during church yesterday, the other day. Be watchful. Want nothing. Who needs New Year's resolutions when the solution is right here with you? Happy New Year, JLP and Bond. Last but not least, you got to know how to rumble. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, absolutely amazing. So this year, our theme is want for nothing, right? For yeah. the church theme. Right. Want for nothing. Think about that. Can you imagine living a life where you literally want for nothing? That's the theme this year for the church service. Canadian David says, Thank you. New Year's resolution, hope I didn't hear Jesse telling a woman to run for office. Who does that run for? Maybe a girl in church the other day. Oh. A guy and a gal. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. I don't remember. And several more coffees we have coming up. Let me take a break. When I come back, your phone calls, and we're going to finish the Super Chats, and we'll get back to them. I got to take a quick break. Hake is coming in with the hate news. The first hate news of 2024. Isn't that amazing? I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's gonna have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you gotta stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love, folks. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's his nature. A whole lot of mess 
going on in the world? This is the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Tuesday, Country and Western Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024 AD. Stay tuned for hour two. JLP will be right back to your calls and more great stories and the rest of the Super Chats. But first, fake news, not fake news. New evil laws on the books and in action. According to CNN and the far-left female-run outlet, The Skim, states are kicking off 2024. Happy New Year, guys. With new rules, mostly evil rules, on gender. At least 20 states with Republican-controlled legislatures passed bans with restrictions on so-called gender transition care for minors last year. That includes Louisiana and West Virginia. Nice. The beautiful South. Meanwhile, Ohio's governor, Mike DeWine, a Republican, vetoed a ban on so-called gender-affirming care, quite the euphemism, for minors just a few days before the new year. In California, major retailers are now required to have gender-neutral toy aisles. What a mess. And abortion. California now legally protects doctors who ship abortion pills to states criminalizing the procedure of killing babies in the womb. Wow. In Washington, all state-regulated health insurance plans are required to cover abortion costs. What a shame, huh? As, As Illinois police can't share license plate info with other states that want to penalize women for getting an out-of-state baby-killing procedure called abortion. And guns, the Second Amendment. As of yesterday, Californians cannot carry guns in most public places. And that was a overruling by a, from a judge who said that they could. It was a violation of the Second Amendment. But now they're saying you can violate the Second Amendment in California. Illinois is no longer selling so-called high-powered semi-automatic rifles and so-called high-capacity magazines. The Illinois is run by J.B. Pritzker. He's a Democrat. Colorado is joining at least 10 other states banning ghost guns. Ghost guns. In Minnesota, authorities will now be allowed to ask courts temporarily to take away guns from people viewed as a threat to themselves or others without a proper uh, trial or whatever. What a mess, huh? 22 states are raising the minimum wage, cheapening the value of your money, making your money more worthless, with many giving $15 an hour or more to, for some or all employees. Texas is closing down diversity, equity, and inclusion DEI offices for, for publicly funded colleges. Meanwhile, in Illinois is now banning book bans. J.B. Pritzker has signed it, penalizing libraries that restrict or ban materials because of partisan or doctrinal disapproval. So hopefully some alternative history will be allowed, huh? Maybe. In libraries, they're also allowing drivers to hang things like fuzzy dice from the rearview mirror. They, they say the far-left females at the skim say that Congress didn't get much done last year. That's good, if true. Israel drama. CNN and the skim report on Israel's court system. Yesterday, the Israeli so-called Supreme Court narrowly struck down Prime Minister Benjamin Bibi Netanyahu's judicial overhaul law that would have weakened the power of the Supreme Court. Hmm. The uh, controversial, meaning probably in the right direction, reform would have limited the high court's power by allowing the government to overturn decisions that they deemed extremely unreasonable. The plan triggered mass protests in Israel last year with the liberals, hundreds of thousands of people taking to the streets. The eight judges who ruled against the law said that they would cause that it, the law would cause severe and unprecedented damage to the basic characteristics of the state of Israel as a so-called democratic state. What a mess. Critics of the law welcomed the court's decision. Netanyahu's Likud party called the ruling unfortunate. The decision threatens to reignite tensions amid the ongoing Israel-Hamas war drama. So that's a mess. And speaking of the war, Israel's military announced that they would begin to withdraw thousands of soldiers from Gaza, but said they expect fighting throughout 2024. The announcement showed signs of Israel's gradual shift into a lower-intensity phase of the war, as the country has faced pressure to reduce the number